Good evening, everyone. Friends, at the 9 o'clock Mass, the church was pretty full and had lots of children. So Father Mark had a chance to have a little bit of fun uh, because the children were present to talk about saints. And friends, uh, this evening, as we continue with our celebration of All Saints Day, um, these are our family members, the saints. Everyone who is in the church, and they're in the church, they're in heaven, are our family members. So we celebrate family members. And we will do that again tomorrow with the commemoration of all the faithful departed. They, too, are our family members. And they are, uh, as some have put it, at the entryway uh, to heaven. So we will celebrate and talk about them tomorrow. But this evening we celebrate a solemnity in the church that uh, has been in place for 15 centuries, meaning how we, how we go about celebrating them. And it's a day of honor for all the saints. And um, saints uh, within our churches as a large piece in our culture and our tradition as Roman Catholics. And my friends, the, one of the easiest ways to understand the saints or who they are, saints are, are those people who stood out like lights in times of challenge and times of darkness. So we honor all the saints, the ones that the church uh, canonizes uh, and all those that we do not know about. Uh, for the scriptures tell us that uh, there are so many that they can't be counted although they do offer a number, uh, 144,000. And for those people who are numbers geeks, that's 12 times 12 times 1,000. 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 apostles times 1,000. What is the 1,000? When Jesus rose, 500 people saw him, double it, 1,000. 12 times 12 times 1,000 is 144,000. That's all. And there are many more saints uh, who are not on the official list, like St. Nicholas of Tolentino. Uh, he's on the official list, but there are many more that um, we do not know about. And my friends, uh, people get confused about the canonization. The canonization doesn't put people in heaven. It testifies to the fact that they are there. It is God who does all that, right? Um, the thing about the saints is uh, they're really like you and I. Uh, they were very average people, but who lived, if you will, extraordinary faith. Uh, I dare say heroic faith. The saints um, are not genetically different from us. This morning I said if you took a blood test on one of the saints, you would find that their blood is just like ours. Meaning they're not from another universe. <laughs> or they're not something different. They're us. Perhaps the one thing that might be a little bit different from the majority of us humans is that they were very, very open to God. They were open to his love. They were open to uh, the grace that is poured out by him um, to do things in this world, that they became for us strong in Christ. And in this, they become models for us. The thing about uh, our saints is, my friends, we do not worship saints. We do not worship angels. Uh, worship is strictly for God. And in the definition of worship, there is sacrifice. So when we worship, we sacrifice. So we do not sacrifice to the saints, and we do not sacrifice to angels. Uh, unless the other outside world say, all oh, you guys are doing. No, 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 no. We honor and we venerate, and those are different things. And we always recognize that it was God who did in them something. 
My friends, the saints of past times, um, like us, lived in challenging times. We live in a time when there is a great bit of disregard for the sacredness of all of human life. And the saints of past times did too. And we live in a time of challenges in the church, and most of the saints did too. As a matter of fact, a lot of them called out the church hierarchy. Hey, you're not following Christ as he said. The saints lived in times when family values were uh, not where they should be. And they lived in times when people were indifferent to religion and indifferent to holiness and kindness. And we live in such a time also. Every generation has its own period of challenges and trials, along with wonderful things. Our first reading tells us the saints are the ones who have survived these great periods of challenge. The book of Revelation explains that they come from every nation, race, and people, and tongue. Every generation thus has its own period of trial, and it has its own saints. The saints are the people who did not fall into the debased situations of their culture. It means they were not dictated to by their culture and their times, but they rose above it. And some of those chain, saints actually changed the way culture was of their time and even changed the governments of their times simply by their example and their faithfulness. They were people who were not paralyzed by their circumstances, meaning where they lived, in the time they lived in, and perhaps even in their own physical needs. But they used them to the glory of God, and they followed Christ more deeply and more personally in a very powerful way that later we come to admire when we read about them and hear about them. There were people who were not disoriented by the things that were wrong in the world, but they kept their course set, and they kept their eyes on Christ. And um, the saints show us that with God's grace, we can do all these things too, and we need to. We too can be transformed from inside and made strong in Christ as they were. The saints are people like us who were challenged in their own time but called on God and rose above all things to become his saints. They show us that holiness is possible in every time and in every place. So my friends, if this is true, and it is, that means in our time, the saints, as we call them, are here. They're being formed even now. So this morning I told the people, because they were kind of crunched together, take a look next to you. That may be a saint. So you better be nice to them. Because when they get to heaven, they're going to remember. <laughs> but in heaven, they're kind and loving. Right? So, um, friends, uh, our depiction of the saints are beautiful, and they're always depicted with halos, and that's, there's a particular artistic reason for that. But when they walked on the earth, they did not have halos. They did not look like the saints they look like on holy cards. They just look like average people. As St. John writes in his second reading, only at the end will we see uh, that they were indeed filled with the glory of Christ. Yet the light of Christ has shone through them even while they were on earth. They exampled him. And in that, they became that light in darkness. 
My friends, the truth of the matter, there are many ways of reflecting, to reflect the Christ light and many ways to holiness, but all those ways lead to one person, Christ himself. This is one of the meanings of the Beatitudes that we've heard uh, this evening read. Each one of them is a way of following Christ, or even better, all of them together. Christ talks about peacemakers, those who are peaceful. That's a way of holiness and a way to Christ. And those who suffer, and suffer uh, even in gratitude. Uh, that is another form of holiness and another way to Christ. Those who are merciful, that is a walk in holiness and a walk towards Christ. And those who are, are, have deep prayer lives, those are all ways of following Christ, all ways of being examples, all ways of holiness. So this evening we celebrate the saints, people like us who show us that we can rise above our times in which we live so that the light of Christ can be seen by others, so that others may know that the grace of Christ is available and has no geographical boundaries, that the power of Christ was not exhausted with the apostles, but flows powerfully throughout history into our own time, into this city, into this church, into his people now. The source and power that nourished the saints and gave them spiritual fortitude are still with us. They happen when we gather. They happen at Mass. They happen in the sacraments. So we ask our brothers and sisters, the saints, our family members, the other members of the church who are in heaven for their intercession and their help because they are so very close now to the very altar in heaven. And with their intercessions and the Lord's grace, we are enabled then to spiritually be strong people when those who are around us are weak and need our strength, to be focused on Christ when others become distracted by worldly concerns, to be strong in the gospel when others compromise the gospel's values. We can be Christ's light now. The lives of the saints are not just about what was, but what can be, meaning you. Every age needs people who let holiness shine through them and show the world what Christ can be. Hope and love in a world that longs so much for it. The saints did this in the past, and we are called to do that now. Now this morning, I asked people to raise their hands. I said, if you want to be a saint, raise your hands. Oh, brothers, and so, oh. It must have been that it was just morning and they were tired because most of them did not, including the deacon. <laughs> so we're not going to do that this evening because I know all of you want, that's what we're called to be. So my brothers and sisters, let us pray then uh, for each other and for the church and let us remember our family members, all of them that have gone to heaven 